What up, everybody? We back for another one. It's the Nation of Podcation podcast. It's the People's Podcast. Forget the radio. Forget these radio stations that play the same songs and talk about the same old topics. Nation of Podcation. We always interact with our fans and never too good to follow back. At in Podcation on Twitter and Nation of Podcation on Instagram and Facebook. Drinks and toast forever the host. I'm O'Shea. I'm here with my usual suspects, but we're going to do something different this time with our word on the street. Streets is watching series where we chat with a special guest and let them share their story and effect on others. Today, our first guest is going to be Mr. Tyrone Daniels. What's going on, my friend? How you doing, my brother? I can't call it, man. They can't call it, man. What you been up to, man? Tell me something good. Just grinding, prospering, trying to make it way. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, since I know who you are, but the world may not, tell us who you are and tell us why you're here. My name's Tyrone Daniels. I'm the founder of Indiana Pride Basketball and just want to share my story with the world. That's what's up. That's what's up. It's a great story. So let's go ahead and get started. Let's go ahead and uh, let me know how you got started and why. I started, you know, with the Indiana Pride Basketball because I recognized the need for just youth in the city. Uh, I just wanted to be able to provide a platform for those uh, disadvantaged youth and, and families to, uh, that just don't have the funds and stuff to be able to make a way for their kids to play. Right, right. That makes definitely makes sense. I know growing up, uh, there was a lot of children that didn't have, you know, those advantages to be able to go play for a basketball league and just have that be available to them. So that's awesome that you got that started. Um, you also mentioned uh, underprivileged kids. So uh, tell us about that. Uh, chat us up a little bit more about that. Well, you know, youth sports is turned into a billion dollar business, uh, social media, um, training, leagues, tournaments, all those things, they're, they're just multiplying. So there's a need for kids to be able to do it. There are studies out there saying by age 11, families can't play because they're priced out of the market. So what I try to do is just go out there, get sponsors, fundraise, and be able to go get kids on the street that really want to be able to play and allow them to play and just provide them opportunities that they wouldn't be normally afforded through school. Excellent, excellent. Well, that's what's up. That's what's up. Well, if you can think of one, because I know you probably have a whole lot of these, but give me a story, a short story uh, of a child that you remember that you that stood out to you. I was at the YMCA playing, working out with my son, and this kid, he was amazing. His name is Ezekiel. Uh, we were out here in Fishers, and, I mean, he was doing everything at the age of seven. And nice. so when I started uh, just doing stuff, man, my son was probably like, he was about seven. So Ezekiel, I lie, was is about nine. He was probably about nine at the time. Okay. And he just wasn't introduced to, like, the game. You know what I mean? And I, what I mean by the game is just, like, the exposure piece of it. So right. I took him out of the YMCA and uh, put him on some basketball teams, man. First couple games, man, came out of the gates, like, 40, 43 points. Man. Oh, man. That's, it's, it's like that's a, a killer. Yeah, yeah, that's a killer. Yeah, it was cold. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, So tell me, what kind of skills does Pride teach? First and foremost, we teach uh, humility. Uh, we got a slogan. It's called Family First. Uh, we teach togetherness uh, because, you know, just like 
us sitting here at this table um, without one another, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing right on a daily basis. So um, the the mental the mental part of the sport and uh, basketball is probably the biggest thing that we're good at. And we do a little bit skills-wise, too, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Got to have them working on that three-point shot. You know, that's hot right now. Um, what other kind of um, skills does it teach them as far as outside of basketball? Outside of basketball, we travel. So we have local teams, regional teams, and national teams. Uh, my fourth and fifth grade team are national teams. They were number one in the country for several years in a row. Uh, my 10U team just got back from North Carolina winning AAU Nationals. Nice. Uh, six, my fifth now, sixth grade team just got back from Atlanta uh, winning a, in a, a really huge Atlanta tournament. The, the name is missing me right now. But basically, we take them on the road and we teach them like proper etiquette, manners, how to um, – act in certain situations and in certain forms and things like that so that when they do get to the big stage and if they're interviewed or they're playing uh, in a packed gym, high school or college level, they know how to execute. See, and I like that because not only does that help you, like like you said, with the uh, the interviews and things like that, but they can also use that as a skill outside of just basketball where they can apply that to everyday life, where they could use that to in a job interview or a college interview for, you know, certain classes and things like that. So I think that's awesome that you guys focus on not just the skills and athletics part of it, but you also like to teach some morals and, you know, the respect behind uh, being an athlete. So I think that that's awesome. Um, chat me up. Tell me about some of the tournaments that you've been involved in and, you know, some of the things, some of the ages of the players that you coach and things like that. When we first started out, we were just really, really green. Uh, pride. It stands for principles, respect, intelligence, determination, and effort. Nice. We went out on the road and we were just hunting everybody that was ranked higher than us uh, locally. We wasn't really concerned about that. We started beating everybody on a local level, so we just started hitting up the huge tournaments. The John Lucases, the um, not necessarily AAU, but just different type of national tournaments, and there's a lot of different uh, tournament directors, Drew Joyce over in Akron and things like that. So we started out, we went to St. Louis, Coach T. We lost, went up to Michigan, we lost, and then we started traveling the rest of the country, and we were undefeated. Uh, end up winning everything in Las Vegas that year, came back um, and started participating in more uh, in different events and things like that till we became number one and we were ranked. So it's so many youth exposure tournaments uh, out there on the road. But, you know, John Lucas is definitely a, a, a big one. The MIT over there in uh, D.C., Maryland, Baltimore area. They breed basketball players, man. It's a different type of bump. It's a different type of skill level over there. So that's something that we'll always hit up. And just the skill level and things that we've developed from, from traveling and, and just taking in that type of experience, it's provided us to become hunted, you know, okay. one of those teams. So we started the Bullseye uh, Basketball Series, you know, with that platform that we've provided. So teams are going to be coming here. They have the past couple of years, and this year is going to be huge for us. Okay. All right. So I got a question for you. So – you said you coach, you know, all you know, all types of youth. How do you handle when an eight-year-old comes up to you crying because they lost, or how do they? How do you handle them coming up to you when they're crying or or sad because they're down or missed a shot or didn't do anything like that? Because, uh, you know, I know that can be you know delicate and you know a situation. So just chat me up on how you handle those. 
honestly, it's it's really why I got started in the game. Uh, and it's just because you have to experience, like, failure in order to grow. You right. Know? Um, in order to win, you have to fail and you have to learn. And, you know, I always tell them every time I take responsibility for those losses. And they do, too, in um, a certain accord. But it's it's the most fulfilling part of what I do because now you're really developing them and you're and you're getting into their mental uh, complex state of mind and you're actually teaching them how to adapt and overcome like failure and adversity and that's the thing that I really take the most type of, the most joy in is like that developmental uh, part of the process for sure. Right, right. I definitely can agree with that. Um, I, I think that part is is slept on. I think uh, uh, the development part behind the you know like because you're not going to win every game. Right. So nobody wins all the time. I think that part of teaching. Teaching people how to lose, teaching kids how to lose, I think that's that's important because you're not going to win in everything. So uh, I can definitely uh, respect that. Um, so how does um, Pride, you know, afford all of the travel? Um, you know, tell me about some of the sponsorships and things that you have going on. Uh, so first things first is like we want parents and families to try to have sweat equity. And so we fundraise. Uh, to a certain magnitude. Um, okay. Now you can't just solicit donations and fundraise all year long. So right. what we have to do is we have to just accomplish like a lot of goals and win. So when you win, you winner people want to be associated with that. Always. Uh, luckily, people love a winner. Absolutely. So I've just been blessed to make relationships and bonds with people. When I first got started, I was like, "Hey, we're nonprofit. We'll be a tax deduction." Uh, as you get older. And you get more business savvy, like those deductions aren't beneficial to, to to companies. So basically, it's the relationship that you make with people and people understanding how good of a person you are and their relationship with you uh, is, is the, the way that I can move that I can the way that I can move. You know what I right, mean? Right, so definitely. so basically just me being on the up and up trying to be the best man that I can, but also just being me and genuine, you right. know, not telling everybody what they want to hear. Uh, I've been able to develop some really awesome strategic partnerships with uh, just other entrepreneurs, uh, other big corporations. We're either getting into like the political side of the game, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? To right. where, uh, it's money and all those avenues. The more educated that you get, uh, we're providing service for, for the youth. So, um, like I said, fundraising, uh, just sponsorships with other entrepreneurs who's some kids play for me, some they don't. They just respect the grind and the hustle and they see what we're doing and they just want to support it. So Right, right. That's awesome. That's awesome that you you know, that the kids don't always have to come up with that money. Like you said at the beginning, sometimes it's hard to Four families, single parents, things like that, to come up with the money for, uh, you know, traveling like that. Because it seems like you guys do a whole lot of uh, traveling. So, um, you start. How did you start off? Like, if somebody, if you, some, if I came to you and I was like, "Hey, Tyrone, I want to get into business. How do I get in? What would your advice be to me?" Um, I, I would first ask you, like, why do you want to do it? You know, because right. a lot of the people that I'm affiliated with and associated with have children that play. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, there's no more valuable resource to us as men and women than our children. So right. people are going to invest in that. And it's not about money. It's just about the time. So I will ask you why you want to do it. Um, once we got past that, like 
everything's like free game because like I'm not monetizing off the children. This was built for my son. And so my son's playing, he's getting better. I'm providing that opportunity. So I would just say, do the same, you know, surround yourself around good people, good families, first and foremost, that are going to support your hustle and support your grind because we're doing it together for all of our children. So I have a lot of volunteers that help. Um, Secondly, make the right business moves uh, because you're speaking for families and you're leading a group of people. So with that being said, you can't really be scheming or deal with people that are scheming. Uh, in this business, there's so many different platforms, like I said, so many different tournaments that you can go play in. But one, you have to make sure it's safe because right. you, I got babies, you know, yeah. sometimes it's single mothers and things traveling on the road or we might be chaperoning kids. Right. So and, and all those kids are your responsibility. Exactly. So, and that's a huge responsibility because I worry about that. I have two kids and I worry about when they go on field trips and things like that. Right. They're the hands that they're in. You exactly. Know? So, I can definitely respect that. So um, just, and and one of those business decisions is just making sure everybody's insured multiple ways. So um, I have I have insurance for the nonprofit and my insurance covers the volunteers. It, it covers the children and it covers like any type of medical expense that we might occur. Then I also have the parents get AAU cards and the AAU cards is an amateur athletic union. And then that's another form of insurance that, uh, if we're playing in any type of event that is sanctioned by the AAU or they're under my umbrella, that they're covered two different ways. So you definitely want to make sure that they're covered in that regard. And other than that, like just make the, the right type of relationships and bonds with the people that's moving in the same direction that you are. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, I respect the hustle, definitely. So tell me, what do you have planned for the rest of 2019, 2020, and beyond for Pride? We're just trying to touch as many souls and people that we can. So the rest of this year, I'm going to be traveling to Michigan at the end of this month. Also going to be hosting some events. For the past three years, we've been traveling across the country and locally just supporting everybody. So we're going to continue to do that. And then um, I'm also developing a league for the uh, inner city. Nice. It's called Indy United 465. And so it's not an entity of pride or it's not something that is going to be totally owned and controlled by Tyrone Daniels. Right. Uh, I want to have everybody within the city have ownership in it. So if you have a program, you would be a director. If you had a program, you would be a director. And everybody will be able to coach all the kids, mentor all the kids, and, you know, present a certain amount of values that we want to give to our children. And so this league is going to be – uh, very cheap, or it's going to be free. We're going to be soliciting a lot of sponsors. To See, try that's to- what's up. We need that, you know, in the neighborhoods, man. That gets the kids off the streets, gives them something to look forward to, gives them something to do, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, definitely. Um. So chat me up. Any final comments, anything you want to plug, you want to give out your Instagram, your Facebook, your contact information so, you know, the people listening out can reach you and get in contact with you. Absolutely. So uh, Facebook is uh, Indiana Pride Basketball. On Instagram, it's Indiana Pride Basketball. My personal IG is Daniels underscore Pride. Look out for Bullseye Basketball Series and the Association is also another tournament series that we that we provide. And uh, Indy United 465 is definitely on the way. Excellent. Excellent. Well, everybody, we did our first Streets is listening. Streets is watching episode. Uh, we'll hit you back next week. Peace.